Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier Volume 4 Continued Sessions from May 1962 Monday, May 7th, 1962 Greetings to you, my friends. I am Yum. To those of you here who are not familiar with me, I shall ask you to be somewhat tolerant of my English, for I assure you, it is not very good. I will ask you to remember one thing. This I am sure that you know, but I should like to remind you that nothing happens by chance. This is something that is well to bear in mind at all times. My friends, there are great changes that are being faced by your peoples, peoples of planet Earth today. They are going to affect the lives of all of you, of all peoples of Earth. There are many serious problems facing your people, and these problems are being taken very lightly by people. I should like to touch only briefly upon this because I know that you are aware of these things, but sometimes it is good to be reminded. Today, again, your great country is continuing its nuclear testing, and soon again other countries shall be doing the same. Russia, France, England, and soon other powers in your world are going to be in a position to do the same thing. The danger at this moment is not so great. However, the effects are being felt by your peoples. But if this continues to be built up, more and more of your countries begin to test their nuclear experiments, you see what is going to happen. The effect is going to become very, very serious. Unless something is done by the peoples of your planet to bring an end to this madness, the suffering is going to be very, very extensive. I believe some time ago, one of your teachers called Hatan painted a picture for you of the results, and this was not a very pleasant picture. And unless something is done to stop this madness, this is exactly what will come about, and only the people can cause this to be stopped by realizing the danger and bringing pressure to bear upon the few mad minds that insist upon bringing destruction to Earth-man. There is a great deal to be done by all of you in the future to bring about the developments that are going to help your people in the preparation for the times that are ahead, providing they do not bring destruction upon themselves through the madness of which I have just spoken. All of you here are of the proper minds to work in behalf of bringing about the things and the conditions that must be brought into being if the race of people upon this planet are to develop into a race of people that are capable of joining the Cosmic Federation and become a part of a universal brotherhood. And this must be brought about on planet Earth within a very few years. For as all of you are aware of, your solar system is moving into a new era in space, or a new cycle. 
to accomplish this in order to be able to be a part of this system. And since you are a part of this system, this has to take place. At least a percentage of your people must be able to accomplish this so that a new race, so to speak, can be manifested here upon this beautiful planet which you call Earth. There is in the minds of many today a type of confusion, of indecision, of perhaps an inner feeling of something that is to take place or come about and they do not quite know what this is all about. Many have a feeling of insecurity. Many have a feeling of unrest. They feel that they are not doing what they should be doing or that perhaps they need a change of some kind. And this is due to the changing vibrations for you are entering a new cycle and great changes are coming about for many of your people. For all of your people who are going to be perhaps what you would call new age people. Now these feelings or urges or whatever you wish to call them mean different things for different people. But to each it does mean a change. So my friends, if this annoys you or concerns you, do not allow this to happen. But rather, know that there is merely a change taking place in you and try to be open and receptive. And in your quiet times of meditation, allow the inner self to bring forth that to you which is right for you. For there within will you find that which is right for you, not by someone telling you, but through your own innermost feelings will you find the right way for you. You were told several years ago that those who did make their decisions in the right direction would receive help, would be guided, directed. And my friends, this is true for all of you today who have dedicated yourselves to the service of mankind are truly receiving this help, this guidance, more, much more than you know or realize. Do you believe that you are receiving help? Questioner. Yes. Yom. I am happy to hear you say that, for I know if you have this realization, you are truly getting the help you desire, and you shall find the right path for you if you are sincere in your dedication. The path will open for you, and you will find yourself doing that which will enable you to give the best of yourself to the service of your fellow man and to your Creator. Those of you who follow this path in pure dedication are going to reap rewards far beyond your most wild expectations, not in monetary gains or material gains but in the understanding that you will come into and be able to use the wisdom and knowledge. For, my friends, out here on the horizon lies great secrets that will enable you to enhance the lives of your peoples, to bring them richer lives, to bring them greater spiritual understanding, knowledge of the universe, and a realization of the oneness that you are all of this. This realization in itself can bring to you the greatest happiness that man can experience.
Now, my friends, I know that your hour is late. I have taken much of your time. It has been my privilege to spend this time with you. I have been with you for quite some time, and I always enjoy very much listening to your conversation. For, you know, you all drop little seeds of wisdom here and there, and I thank you for this. I appreciate it. For we can always learn, you know. I leave you by extending to you my deepest and sincerest love and blessings. It has been my very great pleasure. Go in peace, my friends. Peace be with you. You all have very wise and understanding teachers, and you get a great deal of help and guidance from these teachers. Without them, you perhaps would find earth life much more difficult. Thursday, May 10th, 1962. Peace, beloved ones. Each of you here are seeking greater understanding, greater truth. You wish to come into the knowledge of greater powers of the richer life. These are the desires that I see lurking in the hearts of each of you. Therefore, beloved ones, if you would attain these things, I beseech thee to do these things. Remove from your consciousness all resentment, fear. Do not let these things creep into your consciousness. Do not allow any thought of coveting, of jealousy. Dig deep within your inner consciousness, or what you would term in your language the subconscious, for here you have stored these things. Over the years you have placed these things within this storehouse, and through natural law these things shall keep coming to the surface. Beloved ones, as these things come to the surface, come to the conscious, cast them aside, and immediately replace these with thoughts of love, thoughts of kindness. With any thought that is of the opposite of that which you wish to dispose of, Man of earth has been taught to do these things. These things have been heaped into his consciousness. But man will never find the higher life, the greater understanding as long as these things remain. If man is to grow in spiritual understanding, if he is to know the greater things of life, these things must pass away. The self must be lost and a new consciousness of at-oneness must replace the consciousness of self, a consciousness of being one with the whole. For, beloved ones, this is what you truly are, a minute cell in the great sea of consciousness you call God. You are a minute particle of this great consciousness, yet a very important part, a very great part, capable of acquiring and using all of the knowledge that is contained therein. Beloved ones, this perhaps is somewhat difficult for you to conceive, yet it be true. And as you grow, as you gain more knowledge, more understanding of the true you, you will begin to take on a realization of these things. As man eliminates the blocks, 
As he removes the stumbling blocks from his pathway, he begins to discover himself, who and what he truly is. And as he discovers more and more, he begins to come into a realization that within him is contained the same powers, the same energies, that control and permeate the universe. That you, each one of you, as all men do, contain this one great energy. And through this, he is able to absorb, as he develops, the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding of the universe and of this great power and intelligence that you call God. You discover that you are a part, as important a part as is any other cell or particle of this great at-oneness, this great wholeness. Beloved ones, think upon these things, ponder them in your quiet times, and begin to prepare yourself for the realization that will someday be yours. Go in peace, beloved ones. Go in peace. So be it. Thursday, May 17th, 1962. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel. For the benefit of those of you who are new in this group tonight, I shall briefly acquaint you with our people. We are aboard a craft known to the Confederation as the Otavana. Our peoples are not of your solar system, but we have come here to aid in the transformation of your system and your planet. We are concerned primarily with your planet, for yours is the only one in this system that is not prepared to make the changes that are coming about at this time. We have been in your system approximately eight years in your time. Our craft has traveled your system many times previously. It has been viewed by some of your ancients. We are here to help you. We understand your problems. We understand why you face the situation that you find yourself in at this time. We are grateful to be of service to your system and your planet. This task is not an easy one, for your peoples, by and large, are difficult to reach. Your Creator, in creating this great universe, I use this term for a lack of a better one to describe His creation, but as your Creator brought forth these great creations, as He extended Himself throughout infinity, setting up a process of creation which goes on and on and is never-ending, He also created the laws by which this creation was to function. And, beloved ones, all does function by law. Your Creator does not decree the destiny of man, for in his creation, man was given a will, and this will was to be free, so that he might ever have the choice to make for himself, so that he might bring about the conditions that he desires. Man was a creation of the Creator in his own likeness. He is, in reality, the extension of the Creator himself. 
man was endowed with the same creative power of his creator. And many of the beings of his creation, through their desires to experience new and different experiences, have brought themselves into darkness through eons and eons of what I shall call time. Many of these, or perhaps I should say, all of these in various stages of evolution, are seeking their way back to the original creation. And through this process, man gradually comes out of the darkness by experience, by experiencing all things. And as man uses these experiences, as he learns from them, as he likes these experiences and uses them to remove the darkness, he begins to come into light. Today, the dark clouds are many about planet Earth, and this indicates certain things for your race of people. Your people have chosen to live in darkness. Thus, they have created about them a future of darkness. We, as have many others in many realms of life, are attempting to remove this darkness from people of Earth so that they might see the light and come into a realization of their oneness with creation and the laws that govern these things. You see, my friends, darkness is only a lack of understanding, of knowledge or wisdom. Earth people, by and large, have not been able to rise above old customs, beliefs that are false. These are much greater in their consciousness than are the truths that are before them. The destiny of Earthman will be as he chooses. If he is willing to come out of the darkness, to remove himself from the hypnotic state in which he has placed himself, and begin to see the truth for what it is, his destiny can change rapidly. We cannot force your people to do this. We can only suggest and help those who are coming into the light, who have made the choice to come out of the darkness to seek the truth and to increase their knowledge and wisdom, who are willing to take the responsibility of their destiny upon themselves and not sit waiting for some Messiah to do it for them. For this, people of Earth, shall never happen. Man holds his own destiny within himself. We hope enough people of planet Earth will come into a realization of the necessity of doing these things, that their civilization might transform itself into a civilization of people who, through their wisdom, their love for their fellow man and their creator, will cause them to bring about conditions that will enable most of the people of Earth to make the transformation into the new age, the new vibration in which your planet and your system is moving. Already, planet Earth and your solar system have crossed the threshold into this new age or new era of space. The new influences and vibrations are already being felt by your people. The reaction varies according to the understanding of each individual. Therefore, the reaction varies from person to person. But as you move farther and farther into this new area, more and more evidence shall be seen and felt by your people, and this transition 
can be as easy or as hard as you care to make it. So, beloved ones, it behooves each to put forth every effort to expand your consciousness, to come into more and more of a realization of who and what you are, to do the things that by universal law will bring to you that which is pure, that which is good, and to dedicate yourself wholly and completely to the service of your fellow man and your creator. Continually weed out from your consciousness all thoughts of hate, greed, jealousy, or anything that is not of a positive nature. When these things come forth in your consciousness, immediately cast them aside and replace them with that which is of the opposite. For those who would be the seeds for the new creation of the new civilization that is to spring forth on planet Earth, there must be brought into being a consciousness of love. A great brotherhood of man must spring up where each will have some realization of his at-oneness with all creation. I leave you, beloved friends, by extending to you the love, the light, and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Friday, May 18th, 1962. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel. We have listened to your conversation and watched your reactions. Your comments have been interesting. However, from our vantage point, we view your people somewhat differently than do you. We do not see you as separated by boundaries, but as a race of people as a whole. But you have brought into your civilizations separations, built barriers of languages, customs, and whatnot. This has made it very difficult for your peoples to reach an understanding of each other, to build among themselves any type of common bond. Yes, my friends, it will be a great task to attempt to join the people of Earth together in any one common bond. Yet if peace is to come to your people, if your civilization is to avoid complete destruction, a common bond must be formed must be found that will tie your people together in a common cause. This cannot be done at this time through your religions, for your religions are so many and so varied, therefore a common bond of another description must be found. And what could be a better bond than in trying to preserve your entire civilization? It seems that among Earth people, that the only thing that can bring them together in a common bond is a threat. Even in your own great country, in times of threat of war, your religious groups, your organizations which are many and varied, join together quickly in the common bond of preservation. So you see, beloved friends, today your entire civilization faces a similar threat. And this can be a bond of the people that will bring the people, the masses, together for their own preservation. If this can be done, we are not sure. 
for the resistance and the lack of interest has made it difficult. Enough of your people have not yet realized the danger that they face. Perhaps they shall not realize it in time. The competition for power may increase much faster than the realization of the danger. And my friends, this is a race of power. It is a race to control the power of nuclear energy. The race is transferring from electrical to atomic energy, and the opinion of the great world powers today is that he who holds in his hand the control of nuclear energy holds the control of the world in which you live. It is as simple as that, my friends. The power supply that controls the function of your nation is the greatest control that can be had. For without these energies, your industries would not function. There is, however, another race involved in this, the race into space. And this may have a greater impact than you realize. Great advancements are being made in your exploration of space. And in the next few years, some of your people are going to reach another planet. And this is going to bring some of the greatest changes that have taken place in your civilization. This is going to rock the foundation of your religions and many of your customs and beliefs. This, my friends, may be the one accomplishment that will do more for the saving of the civilization of planet Earth than anything that could happen, providing you do not destroy yourself first before this can happen. But regardless of all this, even if this is to take place and your civilization becomes awakened, a brotherhood of man must still come about. An understanding must take place among its peoples. Let us all hold the thought that your exploration into space shall be successful before your destruction becomes successful, for this will be the turning point for Earth-man. To many, the shock will be too great. Now, beloved ones, I will take no more of your time, but will leave you by extending to you the love, the light, and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Thursday, May 24th, 1962. Good evening to you, my friends. With your permission, I shall be happy to spend a few moments with you. I would like to extend to each of you my blessings, and to our new friend here, I would like to extend a special greeting and welcome to you. Since there are so few of you, would you like to have a little friendly chat? Is that what you call it, chat? So you start the chat, will you? Do not be nervous because of me, for I am no different than the rest of you. I am just a being, learning, experiencing, loving the same as you are. So come forth with your pearls of wisdom so that I might learn something. Questioner, why do the men's teachers speak more often than those of the women? Source, 
This is strictly a matter of decision by the teachers themselves. They decide when they wish to speak. I do not know what their reason might be. Questioner I wondered if women are not important enough. Source My dear, no one is more important than another. The gender has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Perhaps in the next lifetime you might be of the positive gender. This does not especially mean anything in this lifetime if you are male or female. Questioner Is it true that women are more intuitive than men? Source Perhaps they are somewhat more because it is the nature of the female or negative expression physical to cultivate somewhat of a mother nature shall we say it is something that nature instills in the negative expression of your physical body and this extends into the animal world also it is necessary because the negative is the one responsible for the young and in this function it is necessary for them to have this intuitive ability more However, it can be developed in the male expression as well, but they do not feel the need for it, so they do not develop it, although some do. Questioner Will you discuss the reason why so many of us who want to serve and are seeking to grow spiritually also are having so many problems in health, finances, etc.? Source these things are results of past thinking. Every person creates their own world. Whether they want to be or not, they are creators. We create our own situations, surroundings. The conditions that we find ourselves in today are a result of past thinking. That is why it is so necessary, so very, very necessary to weed these things out of what you call the subconscious and keep replacing them with things that we must. You see, my friends, this is what has happened. As you are brought up through the civilization, you are taught to believe in certain things. You are taught that ill health, lack of supply, were a part of the things that you must face, a danger that you have to avoid, but that you were very apt to have it, and in case you have it, there is nothing that you can do about it. It is something that has come to you from nowhere, and you can do nothing about it. But you see, my friends, this is not so, for your subconscious is what controls your environment. It is what you put into the subconscious that will bring back to you the same. This works through the law of the universe. Questioner Did we put some of these thoughts into our subconscious in our former lives? Source Perhaps so, but not necessarily. Could be, but not necessarily. For if in this life, if you were from childhood, taught to use the law, 
the law of creation as it is. If you were taught how it functions, and you were to use it in the right way to bring to you that which is for your good, you would have had none of these things. To a degree, one incarnates with certain characteristics, emotional patterns, but these things can be overcome very easily if, at an early age, as the mind develops, the right things can be fed into the subconscious. This would overcome anything that you had brought with you. Any karma could have been overcome in a much easier way. But if these people had been taught right in the beginning that this could be overcome through their own thinking, overcome this karma, they would have created a new situation that perhaps the karma could have been met in a much easier way. The subconscious is not a respecter of good or bad, or evil as you call it. It knows no good or evil. It only reacts to the law. Questioner, is it possible to remember a person from past experiences? Source, yes, I would say it would be possible. It would depend greatly on the awareness of the person involved. But just because you feel attracted to a person does not necessarily mean it has been a close relationship in another lifetime. Questioner, then how do you account for the attraction? Source, attraction can be due to many things. Certain personalities attract each other. Anywhere you were to go on this planet, certain persons you would be attracted to, others you would not. This does not mean you have spent other lifetimes with them. However, through many, many lifetimes on this plane of life and other planes, you have met and associated with thousands of people. Some are attracted together, perhaps through several lifetimes, then not some together for several more lifetimes, or perhaps in your time for thousands of years. Time is eternal. It has no beginning, no end. In reality, there is no time. So a thousand years are nothing. Many lives cross, cross over eons of time. Sometimes they become very closely entwined for some period of time, and due to soul growth, they drift farther and farther apart with no more common interests, and then they find someone else. Questioner. Can two people be attracted and marry in order to do certain work together? Source. Here two friends there are so many things that enter into association. There are times when certain ones incarnate into this lifetime to work together, to do a certain service. This is arranged that two people will come together to either do some particular service or job. There are certain experiences that might be needed by each of them that can only be had in this way. Or this could be a karma thing too. 
or there is a certain karma that two people need to work out together. Many, many things could enter into it. Then again, a feeling of responsibility. Certain people sometimes, through certain conditions, find themselves attracted to someone and they suddenly take on a feeling of responsibility towards this person and want to do something for them and help them. They have a feeling for them, yet find it difficult to fulfill just what they would like to do. Sometimes the other person does not respond to their help or consideration, and as the other person does not respond, it seems to automatically, in the person who wants to help them, increase the urge for them to do it. They keep trying harder and harder, yet do not seem to understand why the other person does not respond. This is a working of minds, and sometimes the minds can do very strange things. Very strange things can happen. Very little is understood by your people about the mind. Mind is tricky. When people dwell on things, they are concentrating their minds on certain things, doing certain things, or trying to accomplish a certain thing. When suddenly, just like that, a strange thing will happen. The mind has created something for you, an experience that seems to feel as real as if it actually happened, yet it was nothing more than a trick of the mind. Many of your people are fooled many times by the mind, so it behooves to be somewhat careful in what you allow your mind to dwell on. That is why it is good to always keep positive. Think only those things which are good and the things that are righteous. Questioner, isn't it natural to want love and understanding from another and pour out your love to another? Source. Yes, this is true, but the big trouble with Earthman is that he gets his mind all mixed up between real love and emotion, and he must control emotions. He must learn to distinguish between love and emotion. Emotion is a desire. Love is a state of consciousness where you realize a state of at-oneness with creation and all mankind, and you see all mankind in a consciousness of love, not a possessive love, nothing to do with sex, not a state of desiring, but a state of giving, a wanting for another that which is for the highest good, and rejoicing in them, receiving but no thought for self. For I am the least among you. Do you see what your great teacher meant when he said that when he washed the feet of his disciples? This was a demonstration of symbolizing love. This is love, my friends, but this is not emotion. There is nothing wrong with what you call love, which binds two people together in marriage. Love for children? This is also beautiful, providing it is done in the right way. It can be diabolical, too. So much for love. 
Now, my friends, I would like a few of your pearls of wisdom. Questioner, could you tell us anything of your work or activities? Source, my work is so slight in the great field of giving that it would not even be noticed. But if each of us do our part, it can bring great results. This, my friends, is needed upon this planet today. Most of your people think only of themselves. They say, what is good for me? How can I get for myself? Not how much I can give. How much can I do for the good of others? It is true, my friends. There are a few, but the numbers are so small. If only half or less than half of your people would begin to take the attitude of giving and serving of time to establish a brotherhood of mankind and try to understand a neighbor, the situation upon your planet would change rapidly. But instead, you find yourselves faced more and more each day with a threat of destruction of a great planet, a beautiful planet and its people. It is difficult to understand how a people could follow a pattern of this kind when the right path is so obvious. Don't you agree with me, my friends? Is it not obvious, my friends, many of your people, your leaders talk about these things? But no one seems to accomplish much, for not enough people realize or want to wake up and come out of their state of hypnosis. They are living in a state of hypnosis. They are hypnotized. Well, my friends, this has been my good pleasure. So with your permission, I shall withdraw. Thank you for accepting me in your midst and discussing your problems with me. If I have been of any help to you, I am grateful. I like to extend to each of you my very deepest love and blessings. And may each of you in your seeking come into a realization of the very great importance of reaching a state of understanding with your fellow beings. Go in peace, my friends. Good night to you. Tuesday. May 29th, 1962. It is my pleasure to come among you this evening and to spend a few moments with you. My friends, is there something you should like me to talk about? I would much prefer to speak of the things which you are interested in providing we do not have to become personal, shall we say. Questioner. That's the most interesting part, is the personal part. Young. Well, friends, I believe that it is necessary for all of you to realize your responsibility to your civilization, to your fellow man. There is so much to be done today in your civilization if earth man is to prepare for that which is before him, and if the civilization of earth is to survive. There seems to be today, among most of you who have started in the search for truth, to have fear of ridicule, of being embarrassed or ridiculed by your fellow man. 
but no great advancement in your civilization has ever come about without those who were responsible for it, facing condemnation and ridicule and all of these things. Today as never before in your civilization, Earthman needs to broaden his horizons, his consciousness. He is going to either have to accept these new thoughts and new ideas into his consciousness, or he is lost from this civilization. Great advancement is being made today by your peoples in their conquest of space. And this, my friends, is going to bring a great awakening to your people, providing, providing, I say, your civilization withstands for a few more years without bringing destruction upon itself. For soon in the next few years, certain of your people in this conquest of space are going to reach other planets. And this, my friends, is going to be much sooner than you think. And the information that they will bring back is going to be one of the greatest revelations to your civilization that has ever occurred. True, it is going to be very upsetting to many of your peoples, upsetting to the point where they will not be able to accept it. It will, their resistance rather, to the accepting of this new information will be more than the minds can stand, you see, and perhaps insanity will increase for a period. Yet, it is going to do more for the advancement of your civilization than anything that could happen, you see. It is as, as has been explained before, the great danger that your civilization faces today is the race or competition that your nations are in at this time, in testing of nuclear devices. There is much more danger at this moment from dust than there is from a nuclear war. This has been gone over before, but to those of you here, I should like to bring this point out. Here you have today engaged in a competitive race, two of the greatest powers upon your planet. Soon there will be others. So you see, my friends, this thing will build up. Each one feels that he must get into the race. Therefore, your atmosphere is going to become so polluted with the debris of this nuclear test that this in itself could bring destruction and will, if it continues, to your people. A destruction that would be even worse than a nuclear war, for it would be a slower process and a great deal more suffering would occur. Unless the peoples of Earth unite in a common cause to bring an end to this madness, you are going to find Earth people will find themselves in a very bad situation. Great resistance is already being expressed in all the countries of your planet, and I sincerely hope that this will increase to a point where it will impress these leaders that the people are demanding that this be stopped. And I sincerely believe that each of you, each man, woman, and child, should be sincerely interested in doing something to try to avoid this thing. 
Many feel that there is nothing that can be done, but if enough people oppose these things, it will be stopped. It is much easier to sit and say, there is nothing to be done. But if man had done this and had not feared criticism, your civilization would not have today the things that you have. Man must have courage if he is to grow. If he is to accomplish anything at all, he must have courage. The time, my friends, is past for thinking. The time is for doing in everything. If man is to grow spiritually, if he is to bring about a new age, if he is to bring into being a new civilization, then he must act. Well, my friends, words without action mean nothing. Questioner, could you suggest some specific things we could do in that direction? Yum. I believe, as do many others, that man of earth must make his desires known to his leaders. He must let them know that he does not approve of what they are doing. Perhaps there are many ways this can be done. In your own country, you have representation in your governments. In many other countries, this is true, and where it is not, you find the people are beginning to come out and demonstrate. They are letting them know that they do not approve. It is going to be a matter of each group of people, nations of people or whatever you call it, to do what will be the most effective under their own system. Questioner. Well, in our country, we have one group of scientists who say that the fallout is not our fault, and that seems to be the problem. People question it. Yum. This is true. Your people are confused. They do not know who to believe. Well, my friends, this is only necessary to stop and think. If this is not harmful, why all of the big meetings among nations in trying to come to some agreement to at least to be pretending to come to some agreement? This in itself should point out to you that there is danger. But your straight thinking, sincere scientists do know and are against this thing. It is only those who wish to go on and prove something regardless. Questioner. Well, Yum, is it not true though that they maintain the reason for attempting to come together and agree not to test is to stop the race for power rather than to stop because of the fallout? Yum. No, this is not so. This is not so. Questioner. Well, I mean, that's what we are led to believe. Yum. No, it is expounded every day in your news facilities that this is dangerous, that there is danger from this nuclear fallout. Your scientists, many of them, have come up openly but they are not the ones who are backed by the great powers who would control the energies of your planet. But this problem has become so serious is why I have chosen to talk about it. I realize it is not a pleasant thing to talk about. It is much more pleasant to ignore, but I say to you, my friends, 
there will come a day where it will not be so pleasant. Questioner. Well, we have to figure out a way then to help ourselves. Figure out a way to get this to our leaders through our representation. Of course, there are groups who are doing this. Yom. This is, this is true. And this is being done by many people, many groups of people all over your planet. Not only in your country, in other countries. It is growing, and this will be the one thing that your people can join together in a common bond. People of your planet, for this is not a threat to any one nation, it is a threat to your planet. As your teacher Oxel spoke of this, I believe a short time back, and he mentioned that when war has come to your nation, your peoples immediately join together in a common bond of survival, of protecting themselves. They forgot their differences in religions and whatnot. They join together in a common cause, but so far, there has never been an occasion when the peoples of your planet could reach a common bond to bring them together, because there has been so many barriers in languages, in religions, customs, and whatnot. But this can be a combined thing, where all other things can be forgotten and your people join together in a common bond of survival. It would be well to give this some thought, for it is a very serious problem. Anything that anyone does to bring the people closer together in a better understanding of each other. For people are not different. People are people. They all have minds. They are all created in the same manner. And if you are to converse with people through all of the different countries, you perhaps would find they all are thinking very similar. Now, my friends, I think I have taken enough of your time. I wish to extend my gratitude to the members of this household for accepting me and to all of you for spending this time with me. It has been very nice being with you. I extend to each of you my very deepest love and blessings, and I know that each of you in your search for truth are going to make great accomplishments. Go in peace, my friends.